everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 58, which begins with Mimi saying, I'm going to go to the ladies' room. Where is it again? Right. To which I say, Mimi, you're in the desert. It's wherever you want it to be. Uh-huh. Um, and it goes through Lucy saying, really? Yes, really. Yes, really, Lucy. Sort of. Ben's smile is really is really nice in this minute. He has sort of a... And into the next minute, he has sort of uh-huh. a goofy little yeah. chick-litty, smiley face. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about some gross stuff real okay. quick. Okay. Lucy gives exact directions to where the ladies' room is. <laughs> yeah, she does. It's the third bush after the rocks over there. I wrote down, Mimi, you're in the desert. The ladies' room is everywhere. Oh, just kidding. Apparently, it's the third bush after the rocks over there. So... Does that mean that there's a specific place where all all three girls are going pee and stuff? I'm assuming it's a really big bush that provides decent cover. Okay. And that they have decided that behind that bush is a good spot to pee. Okay. Maybe they dug a hole? Yeah. How scouting are we getting here? Like, I mean, I is was... there like a, hold on, Biffy? That's what my daughter's, when she goes to day camp, that's what their bathroom's called. Oh, interesting. I don't remember what it stands for, but they get awards for if their bathroom is clean. Interesting. Okay. They call it the Spiffy Biffy Award. Okay. That's a good name for a, a, an award, I guess. Sure, it rhymes. Yeah. Anyways, so my thought was, oh, I was definitely picturing a, a much smaller bush. So. Oh, I mean, in my head, the bush is like the size of a bowling ball. It's basically just a tumbleweed. Right. But surely Lucy wouldn't just be pointing to a teeny tiny bush that she has peed behind while the boy she likes is also right there. Right. And you know, just, Kit doesn't, Kit doesn't pee on a tiny right. bush. Right. It's gotta be a big bush. Sure. Yeah. Your, per, your first point is the main point though. And that is, I don't know, just go out of sight. Yeah. There's rocks. Yeah. Go behind a rock. Behind a butte perhaps. Perhaps a butte. There's, like, don't go in, like, a river where yeah. we're going to need to drink downstream. And that's pretty much, that's it. Yeah. For where you need to go in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, don't go in the tent where Kit is. That's a good, that's a good tip. Yeah. Don't go right here. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, anywhere else is valid. <laughs> anywhere else is fine, maybe. <laughs> it's a big desert. I know you're most comfortable in this movie with peeing in close proximity to Lucy. Yes. But maybe put some some nature in between you two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a wild thing to have as dialogue in this movie. Yeah, I'm going to go to the ladies room, which is is cute when you're camping in the desert. That's sure. Fine. But then it does seem weird that Mimi of all people wasn't just like I got to pee. Right. And then just walked off screen. Right. Right. So then Lucy continues to write in her journal. And Ben once again takes another shot. Good old Ben. Always needing to know what people are writing down. Yep. And he asks Lucy, hey, what are you always writing in there? And she answers him. Stuff? I said fucking stuff. No, she doesn't say that. No, she says poems mostly. And he asks the question that no one who has just said the words poems mostly ever ever wants to hear right the follow-up is never ever can i hear one (laughs) unless you're lucy in which case you say okay but just one right here's my here's where i messed up i didn't look up who wrote i'm not a girl not yet a woman 
I can do that right now. Let's do that right now. I would like to posit that this is the hardest moment in the movie for Brittany because she has to speak the lines that she is so used to singing. Right. I, I would think that that would be it. She sounds awkward as fuck. And I don't think it's Britney's fault. I think it's the fact that I know this is a song. Yeah. So hearing the lyrics being spoken sounds so weird. It it, it a little bit feels like, hey, I'm going to take us all back to 2002 for a sec. You heard the song, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, on Britney's third album, self-titled mm-hmm. Britney. You were like, you know what this is? This is an away message if I ever saw one. Yes. Let me pop this up as an away message. Cut to James browsing away messages. It was just something we did, okay? We didn't have YouTube yet. Yeah, we didn't. You would just go from the top of your buddy list to the bottom and just see what was up with everyone's away message. You had to do something while LimeWire was taking (laughs) 74 days to download (laughs) tub thumping. It was a different time. It really was. Tub thumping, which would turn out to have been a cover by the, the freshman in the next dorm over. Yep. But... It for was some actually people just was, them thumping the tub. Right. <laughs> but for you was the exact, was the only version you ever appreciated. Uh-huh. Um, it was a wild time. Cut to me browsing away messages and reading that to myself. Yeah. That was how it felt yes. to have her read it. Because it was like, but but it was, there's a little element of what you're talking about, which is she knows how this song goes. Right. So it's a little bit like you being like, oh, here's what it reminds me of. On like uh, music shows where people are touting the greatness of thing of lyrics mm-hmm. to songs they love, and they're like, "Here's an example," and they're reading the lyrics, just reading them. Yeah, and you're like, "Those lyrics sound bad." Yeah, because <laughs> you need the music right, element, right? Well, and that's the thing. You can tell she's making a conscious effort not to put pauses where there are pauses in the song. So right. she's like, you know, in the song, it's "I used to think." I had the answers to everything, but now I know. And she's reading this, I used to think I had the answers to everything. Which means that she's doing like free verse poems. Yeah. Which is kind of badass. Sure. She's kind of writing like beat poetry. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But actually, (laughs) Martin Carl Sandberg, Rami Yacoub, and Dido Armstrong. Is that? Is that Dido? Dido? It was written and produced by Max Martin and Rami. Wait, so wait. I'm so, I'm sorry. Max Martin's real name is Max Carl Sandberg? Carl Martin Sandberg, known professionally as Max Martin. His name is Carl Sandberg? Uh Uh-huh. There's a a huge Chicago poet named Carl Sandberg. Okay, well, this guy is a Swedish singer, songwriter, and record producer who also did Baby One More Time. He's the guy that thought hit yeah. me hit me baby one more time was how you say me. give me a call on the telephone. Yeah. Cuz he's Swedish and was hadn't quite mastered the language. Max Martin's name is Carl Martin Sandberg. Yep. That is wild to me. I'm so sorry. Uh so Max Martin and Rami Yakub, also known by the mononym Rami, who's right. a Swedish Palestinian record producer and songwriter and former member of the songwriting production houses Chiron Studios and Maritone. Okay. C-H-E-I-R-O-N. Huh. Maybe Sharon? Sharon? I don't know. Um, Collaborated extensively with Max Martin in the early part of his career with additional writing from Dido. Dido Florian Claude de Bunavial O'Malley Armstrong, known professionally as Dido, which... Because, like... Good choice. (laughs) Good choice, Dido. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think Rami is the guy to whom Max Martin was like, 
it's cool. That's how you say I'm going to give you a call on the telephone. It's cool. I know English. I am the best at English. The song goes, hit me, baby, one more time. And Rami's like, wait a minute. I don't. Is that right? Max Martin's like, totally. Totally. My name's Carl. (laughs) Carl, is that correct? Yeah. Oh, also, I'm going by Max now. (laughs) I just, why did nobody tell him that's not how you say it? Just change it to call me baby one more time. Or call me maybe one more time. And completely torpedo Carly Rae Jepsen's entire career. I mean, I'm glad they didn't do that. (laughs) I'm very glad they didn't do that. Actually, call me maybe one more time sounds like the sequel song. Mm Mm-hmm. But before. Yeah. Anyways. Time travel. That's so weird that Dido wrote this song with them. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. Let me see if it says. Um, After finishing the script, the movie, which was later titled Crossroads, had the working titles of What Are Friends For and Not A Girl. No. Yes. Can you imagine if this movie was called Not A Girl? Yep. This... <laughs> I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, written by Dido, Max, Martin, and Rami, was originally intended to be included on the movie's soundtrack, but after Jive Records decided not to release a soundtrack, Spears later decided to use it on her third studio album, Britney. So which came first, I wonder, the lyrics to this song or the music of this song? In 2001, Spears and her team developed a script for a movie where the singer could be the main role. I talked to Shonda Rhimes and told her what I wanted the movie to be about, and she elaborated on it, Spears said. It was my little project. When you do a movie, I think you have to be really passionate about it. I was having a lot of offers, but this is something my heart was into. There's a lot about this movie that is making a lot more sense right now. Yeah. Like the fact that this wasn't Shonda Rhimes saying, hey, I have the script. Right. It was Shonda Rhimes being like, hello, Britney Spears. Superstar Britney Spears, what's going on? Yes, I will write you a road trip movie. (laughs) Right. We can call it What Are Friends For? Or Not a a Girl. This was, this can't have been more than two years after Boys Don't Cry came out. Yeah, well, I wonder if that's maybe why it wasn't called that. Well, also because it's fucking confusing. This is before, when did Boys Don't Cry come out? Boys Don't Cry came out when we were in high school because Meredith was super into it. Okay. I think it was 2000 or 99. Okay. I didn't see it until my senior year of college. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember watching I've never it with, seen it. I, I remember watching Vanessa had it on DVD and I remember watching sense. it with her at one point. And yeah, but that's neither here nor there. No, I'm trying to see if it says anything about where Dido came in. Spears considered the song as one of her favorites while praising Dido for her input into its songwriting, saying it was truly an honor for you to be part of my album. Thanks for your input. Can you tell me what Dido's career was up until, like, in 2001? Let's find out. Her Um, big break was in, like, 2003 or something. So she attained international success with her debut album, No Angel, in 1999. Hit singles from the album include Here With Me and Thank You. Right. Um, It sold over 21 million copies worldwide. Her next album, Life for Rent, in 2003, continued her success with the hit singles White Flag and Life for Rent. Right. White Flag is the is the song I know very well. Thank You is the song that uh, was sampled for that Eminem song, Stan. Okay, yeah. So so that means Dido was basically already famous. Yeah. And then... From Thank You. From Thank You. Which made its first appearance in 1998 on the soundtrack of the movie Sliding Doors. It was later included on Dido's 1999 album, No Angel. Yeah, so she Whoa. was already famous from that song. 
I mean, but also these like song, like musicians that are also songwriters will just like go visit other songwriters and be like, "Hey, you want to you want to like basically jam it out." Yeah. But with songwriting. Yeah. So this does say that Eminem helped introduce Dido to a US audience in 2000. With Stan. With Stan, yeah. But so that might be why you were thinking 2000s instead of. Well, this is 1999. Yeah, yeah. I was basically going from Love Actually uh, with White Flag. Okay. Um, which is um, in the scene where Andrew Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, is like, hey, I've been super in love with you, but I never say anything out of self preservation. And then they crank uh, Dido's White Flag. Okay. Um, I was going based on that. Basically, uh, based on Dido having one big album as opposed to that being from right. her second album. Man, Andrew Lincoln was that guy in love, actually. That's wild to me because to me, Andrew Lincoln is perfect. No, to, uh, to, to me, Andrew Lincoln is Rick from The Walking Dead. He was that I had to be like, wait, Rick? he's Brit. Yeah, I think, okay. Rick Grimes. That, okay, that, I was thinking Rick Grimes, but then I like second guessed myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that he was uh, British. I had to, I was like, wait, he's British, right? Every time I watch Love Actually, I'm like, he's British, right? He's not their American friend. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, hearing him on like The Talking Dead or whatever. Yeah. Or in any like interviews, I'm like, why are you talking with a British accent? You're Rick Grimes. I love when that happens. Yeah. So yeah, so that is the the, the convoluted backstory of I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. So it's weird that, that... Lucy is reading these this poem that she wrote uh-huh. that was written by other people. That was written by Dido. <laughs> like I don't I don't hold any truck with like it's less valid if um one you didn't write the song right. or two if there was a bunch of songwriters. I don't yeah. that no judgment is passed by me sure. about that. That's just how it happens, especially with having to credit samples. Right. A lot of times people are like, oh, it took it took twenty people to write that song. That it, that is just the same lyric over and over again. A lot of times, what that is is that it's a conglomeration of a bunch of samples that had two or three songwriters. Yeah. That you now have to list all of them, so it yeah. makes it's like you know, well, John Lennon wrote this song, but Beyonce had fifteen songwriters. Yeah, because she it's a different genre of music. Yeah. John Lennon. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. Uh, so that's but but it's sort of weird to have this movie basically be like, here's a poem I wrote that we're gonna later turn into this song. Yeah. But Ben likes it. Ben likes it, and Lucy doesn't quite believe him. That's what, what the minute ends with her going, "Really?" Yeah. Which is kind of the can I hear one of compliments? Yeah. Like really, I'm gonna give you a chance to say no, not really. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out tomorrow. If uh, if he does say no, not really. Right. Um, but also, I would like to make a prediction. Okay. That this is not the last time that we will hear "I'm not a girl, not yet a woman." Yes, this is the beginning of this secret, like, C plot. Yeah. Of the genesis of this song. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. That. Yeah, it's it's. Which is a, it's a fan fiction. C plot yeah. of this song. Yeah. Because as we've already said, already famous Dido worked with already famous Max Martin to write this song. 
For already famous Britney Spears. Exactly. It's not like Britney Spears went on a road trip and wrote this down in her journal. Thinking of this movie as someone's like long con fan fiction really kind of delights me. Yeah. And honestly makes me forgive a lot of its issues yes. even more than I already do. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I don't have anything else for this minute. I also don't have anything else. So I think we should do social media. Yes. We are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. I am individually on Twitter at Unabashedly Aaron. And I am on Twitter at Unabashed James. We are also on the Scavengers Network. You can find them at scavengersnetwork.com. There are pages for most, if not all, of the shows. Yep. They're working on getting pages for... I don't know if actually Crossroads Minute has a page. I think we're going to get special treatment because we're special. Yes, I know. And I think they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with us. Yep. But... Which is just how we like it. Exactly. <laughs> the majority of the shows... <laughs> are represented on individual pages. Yes. There's lots of pictures of everybody on the network having fun and being delightful. And you should go check it out. It's a really pretty website. Absolutely. That's all we have for today. So tomorrow we will find out if Ben really does like the poem. And then things are going to get very exciting with an animal attack. Yes. Yes, definitely a wild animal attack. But until then, James. Yes. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.